what it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite, bringing you episode 133 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not the only one in the digital studio Along with me, got my partners in crime. First up, we got Dez, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? Not much, but I'm happy you're here with us. Uh, what is it? Digga Dulamite? Digga Dulamite? Digga Dulamite. I like it. I like Cripple it. Cripple bling bling. <laughs> Cripple bling bling. <laughs> I love it. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gosh, Love I'm going to start laughing like a fool right now. All right. So that other voice you heard was none other than Trader Joe because our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's up, man? Not much, man. Uh, me and Dez uh, went to a local video game establishment, and I, I got to see all the wonderful prices of certain items and uh, man oh man it's like i feel like i'm sitting on a gold mine now so. <laughs> probably are it's ridiculous it's ridiculous i'm walking in it's like okay they want like 400 dollars for this like fire emblem 3ds and they want a hundred dollars for this nes game and like you know pokemon and i think they had pops for a hundred bucks i think right yeah yeah to me it's like eh, I, I must have stepped out and stepped out of the video game store and went into a video game museum because of the freaking prices. So. Wow, I can't believe you're still talking about that. You are you are straight up like these people are crazy. Well, I believe you too. Like these people. Were, oh, I know. I just were y'all like, at Blue Shell? We're at <laughs> Blue Shell, yes. Yeah, the new Blue Shell that's kind of in our hood now, but yeah, it's like they want like a a hundo for like a like a discolored playstation one <laughs> and 130 bucks for like a second master system that has scratches upon scratches I, I i will take my business to the pawn shops and wherever else i need to go elsewhere so that's so, insane that's yeah insane. it was it was a bit much <laughs> it is a bit much you know hell that's, that's nutty man do they did they have any saturn stuff or were you uh, I didn't see anything. Yeah, Dad and in television too. So, what they want I, for it? Uh, I think at least a hundo. Oh, I, yeah. I can get an original in television with a better controller for like sixty. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of they, they wanted a lot of. Um, like they, they wanted them, as Joe called it, them premium eBay prices. And I was just that's saying, that yeah. overhead. We need you to cover our overhead prices. That's yeah. What, that's what that's that like, is. Yeah. I, I don't think so. so. Yeah. I don't know. They had like these uh, Konami powerful pro baseball games, the ones with the big heads uh, on there uh, for the PS1 that you could go like in Japan or like, you know, hell, I was at PAX and bought one, I think, for three bucks or five bucks. I think it was five bucks. Where, yeah, they're in the case for like twenty bucks. Like, come on, man! Why is this one twenty bucks? So, because there's a ninety-eight roster update. It's like, 
Well, they don't know who they fooling with. This, this is uh, yeah. Joe. So, uh, so are they? Uh, is they an exclusively retro store, or do they sell new stuff too? Uh, they don't sell any new stuff, so it's all just, uh, new stuff. Yeah, it's whatever um, suckers come in there and trade trade wow. their stuff in or sell their stuff in for you know uh, pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. <laughs> flipping wow. them. Yeah. Get the meth trade in. <laughs> No, she huh? said with the meth trade. <laughs> I mean, to laugh, but damn, because you ain't lying. So. <laughs> I'm better off going and getting retro games from uh, GameStop. You know, at least they have semi reasonable prices, even though they're bumping up their prices as of late. So I know on some of the Pokemon stuff, Des, they're bumping up like uh, like um, black and white and black and white two, black two. They're like seventy nine ninety nine. Wow. Damn DS cart. Yeah. They're kind of matching the eBay prices right now since since pre after post COVID has kind of gone a little bit insane for games that were published like you know profusely and millions of copies floating around out there. But it seems like this game is still worth uh, uh, quite a bit of money. So yes, that's crazy. Just like I have, like we always, I only ever bought one of them. Like I only bought like either diamond you bought pearl i bought you know so i never got the other one but like i still have most of those pokemon games like sitting in a box somewhere they're so, in box so i'm just like sitting on them i i have no like i have no desire to play them again you know but i'm just like are they taking up space kind of do i need yeah. should i really get rid of them yeah <laughs> marie kondo that crap man come on go buy yourself a like a uber duper death computer or something you know or yeah. an xbox series x <laughs> but so, we'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah we will talk about that later buddy. <laughs> oh man well alrighty. so as usual our first topic on the docket is going to be the playlist Trader Joe, let's start with you first, man. What you been playing? Uh, usuals, of course. Uh, PSO uh, two, new Genesis. Not playing as much. We're kind of waiting for the new um, class to drop, which is coming up in a couple of days from now. On there, um, but uh, can't wait. Also, also played a game with Dez. I picked it up. Uh, it was Tribes of Midgard that just came out. It's being published by what Gearbox. It is a PlayStation exclusive and Epic Game Store thing and this is the game that kind of had the like cell shaded like kind of norse mythology diablo-esque with some light base building and all that and uh from what i played it's it's pretty pretty good i mean it's like you know we only played it the day of release on there but me and des got a co-op game going and pretty much i got through the tutorial and even though it seems like i was all like running on fumes because of work because i kept telling desmond's like oh, i can't find this next step and like going through the tutorial it's like <laughs> at, at, at certain points like okay I, I had to find the tutorial cats that were telling you know dropping the script on there but um there is loot in the game but it's it's kind of light it's not you know diablo or borderlands uh heavy as far as the generated loot or anything like that but uh and if you're coming into this game expecting like a lot of RTS elements, it's not really that way. I mean, pretty much what you can do is go into either a private game and or a single player game, or you could go in with eight other people and you're pretty much matchmaked 
into a session on there and of course you have to make sure to turn chat off otherwise you're going to be chatting with a bunch of randos on there so we made sure to turn off the chat i hate to be antisocial but i just want to concentrate on learning and playing the game on there and uh, pretty much just went out kind of explored the uh, wilderness uh, attacking monsters gathering resources going through these waves with the uh, gigantic um monsters what are those called this uh, they are called Jotun. Jotuns, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're these giant, um, ethereal, not ethereal, but they're these, I guess, they're just like giants who yeah. come up and then you have to beat the crap out of them. And then that's the way you, you have to leave the, the, um, the instance. Cause you, you kind of pop into this world and you're a, you are a reincarnated Viking who has died and went to uh, Valhalla. And so you have to protect the world tree. And so you basically keep coming back and you are helping to protect this world tree. And so you can actually, which is kind of cool because you can actually stay there and do a ton more stuff besides kill the Jotun. You can, you can build this whole, this whole area up and continue and get super strong and, and everything, but once you kill a Jotun is the, is when the Rainbow Bridge or the Bifrost is um, that's the bridge to Asgard or the bridge to you know the afterlife of Valhalla and all that stuff like that. I think you're an Asgardian actually, but um, that'll take you back home, and then you'll get your reward and your loot for playing the for doing um, doing the stuff in the in in the game. So um, it's very interesting. Um, I like the concept because you can play with other people. You can play by yourself. It is no PvP, at least not now. I haven't seen any PvP. And you you really are just kind of, you know, left to your own devices to go out and explore this world. And everything is set up differently for every instance. And then every yeah. night, you're, um, the, 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 the netherlings or whatever they're called will come up and they will try to kill your tree that is... Um, that is um, uh, the center of your village. So that's really what it's down. That That's the play loop is protecting your tree. And the longest you can go, uh, the more loot and, and such that you get. So you yeah. really kind of have to, you know, kind of just play it. You play it as long as you want. You can leave. Everyone kind of works together. Uh, I like that cooperative play. Then uh, the classes are very interesting. I think that's where you're going to next, right, Joe? Yeah, no, I was just talking about what the, there was a fighter, and then what's the other class? Uh, the ranger. So the ranger, you have to, okay. Yeah, there's only, and every time, every time you 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 quote unquote beam down to Midgard, you have a um, you 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 you're, you're you're classless, and so you level up. There's a leveling system. When you level up, you get to pick your class for that run. And so you could be a warrior for that run. You can be, a, uh, for your next run, you could be a ranger. And you have to meet these certain requirements in order to, um, in order to unlock uh, hidden classes, like a shaman or a seer or a shaman or, or other, other people. So, so it's, really, it's, it's really a well-thought-out gaming experience. Um, it's, it's unique in its own kind of... Uh pocket i would say too because i would expect something like this to have more of a roguelike because that seems like every other game has roguelike elements to it and it's and it not does. that way it, yeah. no, it does but but the roguelite is not as doesn't feel as punishing yeah. as uh, as another 
uh, one is because I mean we've been to a couple and it's just like oh my lord you know it's like now we're starting from zero Ugh. so I actually like it I, I think I think it's really a a, a fun um, a fun thing that they've that they've kind of accomplished with this so and and of course it has like a um, it has a a game pass that is free because you buy the game. Um, and so it's like the 20 bucks for the base game, 30 bucks for, for, uh, some, you get a pet, which is one of the horned cats. And then you get a, um, uh, you get a cosmetic, uh, overlay, like a skin for your weapons. Um, yeah, and, I got that because I got the physical with the 30 buck entry. Yeah, price. I got that too. So, um, so it's fun, you know, you can basically just, um, run around and create weapons and it's 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 got light crafting and 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 all the stuff in in it so i actually enjoyed it i, th I think it's a pretty fun game yeah uh hopefully we get back to it you know uh, and play a little bit more but uh, uh another other game that we we're playing cooperatively too and we'll probably talk about as a group is the ascent on there that came out on xbox and uh pc on there and of course uh, this is the overhead um, kind of three-fourths sci-fi um, action shooter, you know, almost like some RPG elements with a heavy cyberpunk vibe on there. And uh, basically, I played just the simple tutorial and then played the uh, first couple missions uh, with Des, like, cooperatively and a couple of times at least, and then did a solo run-through. But I haven't really, really quote-unquote, sunk my teeth into it, so... Uh, kind of surprised by it. I thought it would have more of a loot aspect to it, but there's not a lot of, uh, you know, tons of loot to go through. You can level up your guns and going through and obviously upgrade your perks. And, you know, I've enjoyed what I played so far. I think uh, from the vibe and the gameplay loop on here, it is challenging. You do a lot of like, you know, um, roles on there trying to uh, get away from combat and the time your gunplay and that kind of thing so yeah because it's a twin stick shooter so you're so you are uh definitely um it's like i don't know it kind of reminds me of um smash tv or the or hell divers where you're kind of running around together and you're and you're doing the the twin sticks. I I like it. I don't. Sorry. I don't really like twin stick shooters all that much because sometimes it's a little bit frenetic. Uh, the action and there's too much going on. I usually can't aim well. But I think this one has it mixes that twin stick shooter with uh, an action RPG, which which really is a is a unique um, pairing, and it really. In my opinion, it really works well. I think the, I think the level design is great. I think this world looks lived in. There, I mean, even though it's this isometric top-down, you know, kind of top-down um, view, I think I think it just looks fantastic. Um, yeah. I, the, the atmosphere really wants, really makes me want to play this game. It really makes me want to see what's going on it really makes me want to experience um this this story and i think you know and one of the best things is you character creator you can create your own character you can uh move your character you can um when you when you put on stuff 
on your character. It really like shows on your character. I, I just like the, the, the level of um, immersion for me is, is really good. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for, for science fiction uh, dystopian type stuff. So for me, it, I think everything works. Um, again, I'm not uh, super far on it either. So, so I can't really say too much about it. Um, Joe and I only got to the first the first area. We didn't really we didn't really add too much to it because we were trying to see how it played as a as a co op because we were able to play online and then we were able to play uh, co op couch co op because I was down um, visiting uh, Joe because it's his birthday. Um, it's his birthday coming up, so I went down and saw him and we were able to hang out and I was able to play couch co-op with him and realized that I have way too many uh, Microsoft accounts. So <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's, it's silly. It's, it's insane. I don't know why, but yeah, like a whole bunch. And he helped me sort all that crap out. So thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I know sometimes, especially with automatic renewal that, you know, especially if you're not paying attention, you keep in, that going on and yeah it's like it sucks that you're paying for game pass that you weren't even using on the yeah on the xbox but um going back to the ascent though i mean uh, the twin stick shooter there's a lot of weight to the combat in the game in the gunplay and so to me it does it doesn't scream out like a next machina um like crazy twin stick shooter robotron you know esque game or you know geometry wars whatever you want to talk about that that there's a lot more weight and a lot more of uh timing involved as far as you know making sure i know you made the distinction to tell me not just to hold down the trigger that you know i could tie my uh reticles so that i'm aiming a little bit better um and kind of just flickering the, tr the trigger instead on there mm -hmm. but uh I'm definitely going to be enjoying this. I think it runs great on the Series X. I know, Des, you were saying that there's some differences between the PC and the uh, Series X version right now. Yeah, there is. Um, and it was, uh, there's just a couple of things. I guess the D, DRSS or whatever, I think I said that wrong. But well, DLSS, yeah. Yeah, DLSS. We'll, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that yeah. in the news a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the news section. We'll go more into it. Uh, but yeah, there was a couple of issues with the PC version, and I really wish, like, now it's making me wonder if I even want to do the PC version of X, of Xbox Games uh, games Pass. But, you know, here we are. So, um, but Kev, I'm interested in hearing. I know that you um, played The Ascent as well. What was, I mean, what is your thoughts of it? I liked it. Um, it's more cyberpunk than cyber cyberpunk 2077 is. Yeah. Uh, like it, the the world is really detailed. It's really um, I got it's gritty and colorful at the same time. And you don't see. I mean, you see repetitive characters, NPCs, but they're not. It, you're not running across the same clone every every couple of seconds there there's a decent amount of variety in the in in the in the hub world that you're running around in um the only real complaint that i have about the game is i hate the way you throw grenades yeah and I, yeah. i'm not in love it, with weird. the whole grenade system anyway like like they have to recharge i would rather they be um an item that you collect 
or you forge or make as opposed to a rechargeable use of, uh, 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 a rechargeable thing. But I hate the way you throw grenades in there. I, I almost I always forget to use them because yeah. hitting, uh, pushing L3 is just so, I'm just not used to that. <laughs> I, yeah. I was thinking that it would be like either R3 if you're going to use the sticks as the, as the, as the, uh, the function, but yeah, L3, eh, it, it's kind of weird. But other than that, man, it's a, it's a pretty good game. I, uh, shout out to Ace Black. Uh, we played a couple of hours. He was, he had already gone through the, the areas that I'd gone through. So he just kind of walked me through some of the, uh, through the tutorial and into that first, uh, first, first couple of missions, I think first mission, first couple of missions, something like that. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a good game. Our problem, I don't know how you guys, how it was for you, but we lost connection like a lot. Oh really? Like a lot, a lot. Yeah. And this we, was through, um, and this was through the Xbox. Yeah, we're both on Xbox. Because okay. Joe was on his Xbox, and I'm playing on the PC, and we didn't have any connection issues at all. Man, we were plagued with connection issues. We had, I think, in our, let's just for for, for sake of argument, our two-hour session, we probably had about three or four disconnects. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Um, we like there was one part where we were completing. We had just killed. Um, we had to take out three high-profile targets, and it's, it's early in the game. We had to take out three high-profile targets, and we had just killed no four. We had just killed the. We had just killed the last one, and I believe it was Ace got booted from the game. So when he came back, I'm trying to remember the, the situation. When he came back, the my my screen froze. Or oh no, no, my screen didn't freeze. His dude was like doing he was moving around the screen, but he was frozen. There was no animation taking place. So it was just like a like a like a pewter figurine moving around the D D <laughs> board or something like that. It was it was weird. <laughs> So after that happened for a few seconds, it booted him out and we had to we both had to quit, come back into the game. Then the next time I got booted out and he was still playing the game, I couldn't join on his I can I couldn't join his game. Well, because he was further along than I was, uh, I wanted to continue to uh to host. So I had to reach and I had to restart and he was able to join up. We were able to continue. And then, you know, we had two more, we had two more drops. So I don't know what the deal is. We both got, you know, we both got pretty good internet. Um, Xfinity has been, has been doing well uh, for a while actually lately. So I don't know what the problem was, but yeah, our, our multiplayer was not, was not good. Um, I want to say that when I talked to when Ace was playing it, he was playing it with uh, I believe Knox and uh, Blue Man, and they had connection issues too. And they were it was a combination Xbox PC, uh, but the single player 
uh, when Ape was doing the uh, the so- was playing the game solo, he had no issues at all. But yeah, we we kind of had problems. Yeah. Well, we definitely have problems to... itself. So. Oh, yeah, so do I, because that is some, some bullish right there. I don't think mm-hmm. it's Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance bad. Mm. No, no, it's not. I mean, yeah, I mean, no. heck, I couldn't even connect in that game, but at least it, we were, it was able to connect. But it's still kind of irritating. <laughs> Uh, at the same time, particularly if you're concerned, you know, oh, I just got this new weapon and I want to make, you know, and you you get booted and you're just, you know, hoping that the RNG lords above have given you, have allowed you to keep your, to keep your equipment. So. Um, yeah. So, um, although I don't think there's any RNG in this game, I think everything is, is placed um, specifically. So that might be a good thing. And mm-hmm. it keeps dropping. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed the game so far. Um, I think this is one of those games that's going to be fantastic in a four-player setting. So, so I'm more than willing to like have this be our. Um, if you join our Discord, we already have a Discord, uh, a voice chat created. We can get some games going. I know it's only four-player, but that's one more than Destiny. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, and we'll probably go ahead and, and at some point I'll create a multiplayer hub for it on the Discord as well. So, so, so what other games have you been playing, Joe? Uh, I played both with you guys, you and uh, Paul, and also solo. Um, Everybody's Golf, I'm still continuing to play that on there. I just found that game to just be so relaxing, but still at the same time it's addictive as hell because it's golf and it is good and it's been good you know it's like i believe when the year it came out it was like one of my games of the year back in 2018 and so um it's just good to get back to that game and just kind of you know doing doing some courses you know earning some additional uh, uh opening up some char- versus characters and playing a little bit online on there and uh obviously mastering you know doing the whole like you know curve and whatnot you know all the usual golf business on there so yeah those are fun games too that we played i mean technically we only play like we only play nine um usually nine holes um, yeah six holes nine holes yeah multiplayer yeah yeah six or nine holes because it could be it could be crazy you know (laughs) it's because of taking turns and all that yeah but. but i i actually do find that game to be really fun um and um yeah I, I do like that we get to play that. Yeah, and uh, just taking that, uh, you know, the wash that taste of Mario Golf out of my damn mouth. And, <laughs> Jeez. You know, Seriously. it is what it is. I mean, Mario Golf is just almost like a, uh, it's, it's a Mario game with character action. And it's just made to be hyper, hyper phonetic for its own reason on there and even though rpg mode from what i heard is really not that robust on there so it's almost like uh i hate to say it's like nintendo like b-tier pablum but it it basically is so Mm. it's just uh you know something to fill up the uh, switch lineup if need be on there throw mario on another random sport on there you know so but I mean, the, the cult, the cult thing about it is that all they had to do was just duplicate golf on NES. They had a, the, the the their golf game on NES. It was, it was just called golf. It had like Mario. He wasn't. They didn't call him Mario, but that's who he was in this in this golf outfit. 
if it would have just played like that, it would have been absolutely fine. Even with all those other uh, not-so-fun modes, if it would have just had a solid golf game in there, it 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 would have been fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, we got other games in the series. I mean, God, I mean, like uh, Mario Golf told Toadstool uh, Tour for the GameCube. And then obviously the original Mario Golf for Game Boy Color is excellent with that great RPG mode. And then of course the GBA Mario Golf is really good as well. So I mean, pretty much there's there's other games to go play if I want to play Mario Golf on there that are better than uh, you know they should. I, I hate to hate to say it, but Camelot needs to um, retire. I would say uh, mm. they they go through this uh, company called Camelot Software Planning. And uh, they've just kind of, they're veterans. I mean, they've been making games since like the early 90s. You know, they're the developers of some of the games I really hold in high regard, like Shining Force 1 and 2 and 3. Um, the, some of the other Shining games, Shining in the Darkness, Shining in the Holy Ark, you know, they broke off from Sega. So um, pretty much any Shining game beyond Shining Force 3 is all Sega developed, and that's where Shining got into, like, the uh, uh, anime-esque elements, you know, boobies and whatnot, you know, uh, for that. But, uh, you know, the games they worked on for Nintendo was just kind of, you know, they developed Golden Sun, and Golden Sun was excellent. Lost Age was excellent, but anything they worked on in the last five, ten years has just been really just kind of long in the tooth in my opinion so it's not good huh not good muy malo and i also played uh some more dragon quest 11 i finally got back to that and uh i decided even though i was like determining that everyone said you need to play it on the harder harder difficulty mode because the game's too easy guess what the game's 100 hours long so i'm gonna play on the normal difficulty and see if i could play a little bit more and get through some of the combat and that kind of thing so on there I, that way um even though it might lessen the you know quote unquote the interactivity and the combat um it'll still allow me to just throw it on and, and enjoy it for what it is so on there so and i'm still playing on the xboxes it just looks fantastic on there with the auto hdr i hate to keep uh, harping on that but it's just um for back compat i think xbox and especially with the series consoles really has it down with the uh, auto hdr on there you know, some some games just look phenomenal with that uh enabled on there so and pretty much that's all i've been up to this last week as far as games are concerned so bob picked up quite a few games but i'll be talking about those uh next week and i picked up like uh, some games like cotton which is a like a remake of a um, saturn shooter with the uh little cartoon witch and i got a new darius game in i was showing desmond so i mean pretty much uh new akiba's trip uh too uh the remake of akiba's trip one uh that came out too and managed to pick up so so i got, I got quite a few games to kind of get to and hopefully i'll be talking about them next episode so cool all right des what you been up to man Alrighty, so uh, same most of the stuff, same things with uh, Joe, PSO2, uh, The Ascent, uh, Traps of Midgar. But the one thing that is different is, uh, so Joe uh, bought Uppers during the sale 
Um, and Steam sale, yeah. Yeah, during the Steam sale. So I actually downloaded it and started playing it. Wow, what an interesting game that is. <laughs> uh, have you played it, Kev? Yeah, yeah, I okay. have it on Vita. Yeah, it, so, it was in Japanese, so I didn't understand what was being said. But yeah, yeah I like you know, I'm beating yeah. up, beating up fools. That's good enough for me. <laughs> they are they are hilarious, and uh, and what they're talking about, like these guys, they only went to the city in order to uh, in order to meet hot chicks and be the best. <laughs> that's all they did. <laughs> like literally, that is the that is the impetus as to why these guys are in this city. And I was like, well, you know, it's very straightforward. But um, the combat is just bananas in in the way you uh, fight and the combos. And, mm-hmm. and I think that was one of the, like, that would be considered a Kunya Kun game, right? Or not or, really. Uh-huh. Not, I don't think so. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, developed uh, by what uh, Xseed, and it's uh, from the same uh, producer that produced the Senran Kagura games. It was just okay. kind of his own take on a like a. Uh, I think me and Kev have talked about in the past, like uh, with uh, Buddy Buddy Boncho, uh, that particular series. <laughs> okay, so so just so that I'm clear, Kunya Kun games. That is a. I thought that was a genre. Of, of type of fighting type games or is that like a company that makes them or because I always thought Kunya Kun games it's were... a series it's a series of see, games see I didn't realize that yeah. I thought yeah it's by Technos Japan basically okay um, yeah. I thought I thought that was like when you say shooters or when you say you know stuff like that that's what I thought it was it's like these were these were the 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 uh, another word for like beat em ups no, you know, Kunio like, is actually a character in the series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I haven't, I haven't played any of those games, so I always <laughs> thought, okay, that was referring to the, the, the a type, like a type of um, a fighting game, and the type of fighting game that I thought a Kunio Kun game was was it's usually a uh uh for for a lack of a better term a japanese delinquent type of side-scrolling fighting game because it's it's definitely influenced by that you know yeah so i thought oh this this is going to be like i thought uppers was like a kunikun game like okay cool you know this is this is this is based on that quote-unquote type of game genre (laughs) because like you know, no one's really defined it yet. If you want to come up with a name for it, I mean, like uh, Kenta Kenta bon- Boncho is another game that came out for PSP back in the day. But there's numerous games in that series that it's the same thing. You're basically playing a bunch of like uh, Japanese teenage fuck ups, basically that go yeah. around and just brawl and just act the fool and brawl with other gang members and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so. Seriously, I always thought that that was the that was the term it was a quote-unquote kunya kun you know game and so and so that was the genre so when you're talking about like you know uh the kunya kun game i thought you were just talking about like that was like no because the kunya kun like collection you you could see that they put the 
Kunyukun, the character, basically in any genre known to man, samurai and the beat em up and playing dodgeball and out but here that, doing that's, it. But that's, see, I didn't realize that that was the character. Yeah. <laughs> was, was, I didn't realize that that was the character. I thought it was a genre and I was like, oh, cool. Okay. And I thought uppers was part of that genre, which it technically oh. kind of is. I think so. Just uh, not, just that Kunyukun is not in it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely in the uh, um, Japanese high school delinquent genres, if you want to deem that as a genre. So. But because I was sitting here and I was and I played, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic, and I, I can totally see now. Um, I can totally see now where Kev was talking about, like the 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 the, the fighting aspect. Like it's a 3D fighter, you know, but I, 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 for some reason I was just kind of thinking that it was going to be in this kind of like, you know, old school double uh, double uh, dragon kind of thing because a lot of the old ones or the Kunikun games that I, that I've seen are kind of pixel pixel art. So seeing this as a 3D, you know, game and and how all the systems work together really kind of made it uh, made it really fun. Um, and you really really have to take um the game uh with a grain of salt because because mm-hmm. some of the stuff they're doing and like having to go to talk to the girls and the girls get super hot when you're when you're um they get super hot when you uh do certain things um and you and you and you say certain things to them and they're like oh you know that sounds so cool and and if and the girls watch you fight and they like you they, they like you fighting and then if they like you fighting you you know you get to you know they give you special things that give you more powers and it was just it was just a funny game and just like what they're saying and how, what they're talking about is just so just like sophomoric and it's just you, you yeah. really come there for the you really come there for the for the combos and the fighting and the and the and the techniques that you get, you know, that's what you're there to play that game for. Yeah. And they spared no expense. I, I I thought the game was like fantastic. Um, and I think I really believe that I'm going to be playing this uh, a lot more. And it's one of those games that you can play uh, with another person. So. Um, if Joe or Kev, Kev or Joe, if you guys want to want to play this game uh, with me, um, I can. Um, I know it's on Steam. And I'm not sure if uh, either of you bought it. Well, I know Joe bought it, and I'm playing his copy. So if we're gonna play together, I will most likely. If I have to play with Joe, I'm probably gonna have to buy the game myself, which is fine. Um, but but yeah, I I really thought it was fun, and I'm really liking the uh, the gameplay. So, yeah, uh, there was originally supposed to be a PS4 version of this game announced, but due to Sony's uh, policy, uh, they uh, quietly uh, marvelous canceled the um, PS4 version of the game. So it was like up in the air for like the last couple of years. I felt I think they knew that uh, they would have to change too much, I think, in the plot and whatnot that uh, they just decided to. uh, cancel it for the West on there. So, you know, like Kev said, that game originally came out for Vita back in the day, and uh, everyone was begging and asking for uh, a version in the West, and we eventually got the PS4 PC version that was announced, and uh, they decided to pull the rug on the PS4 version. So, mm. well, 
I tell you, it 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 was a fun game, and it was it was one of those games where I was just like, this is like a lot of fun, and I'm like able to to really like kick butt <laughs> with it. So so yeah, definitely. If you haven't if you haven't played it, and you're and you're a sucker for uh for beat 'em ups, then you really should uh, you really should pick it up. So. But that's all I've been playing. So, uh, Kev, what have you been playing? So I played The Ascent, um, like you guys. I already talked about that. Um, Ratchet and Clank. I am actually getting ready to fight the last person, the last enemy. There was an. There was an. Actually, turned out to be pretty neat. There was a very interesting story twist with the uh with one of the characters that you play as and so they kind of pushed into this whole other it, it, it's still part of the main story but seeing how it um, seeing how it played out was really cool i won't say anything more but ratchet and clank has been has been absolutely phenomenal it, it, it is a it is an absolutely it is super a super dope platformer it it and I'll, you know, I mean, there's you do a lot of jumping, but there's no, nothing overly confusing or, or, you know, trippy that you do. Uh, but the action is just is really, it's it, it's just fantastic. It's a great game. Um, really, and the other than the ascent, that's really the only thing I've played. Uh, the only other thing I've been doing is thinking about what the next game in my backlog is going to be and that I tackle. Uh, I still need to finish uh, Scarlet Nexus. And I, haven't, I haven't really messed with that too much uh, because I've been playing other things. But I think the next game I'm going to play is Final Fantasy VII Remake because that game is way is long overdue. I, I, I should have been done played that. So... Uh, I've got the integrate uh, upgrade. Uh, I bought the Ufi content, so uh, I'm all good to go for the PS5 version of that game. So I think that's going to be the game I jump into next and just kind of pl- continue to play Scarlet Nexus alongside that after I wrap up uh, Ratchet and Clank, which I might actually do tonight. But yeah, that's really all I've been playing. Cool. So, next topic on the docket, uh, we got the main event. So, Des, you're up on deck. You got the mic. All righty. Thank you so much, Ken. Um, Okay, so, our main event today is, have you ever beaten a game? If yes, how many? And what was the last one you beat? If not, why? Uh, time Time for that humble... Uh, or not so humble brag. Okay, so uh, we got one from uh, Mr. Mr. Mustard, Fred French, uh, your friend and mine um, on Twitter. That's Fred French 2017. He said, I finished all of this uh, Call of Duty games on veteran setting. All my other games I play on normal. I just love the challenge of the COD games. That's Call of Duty. <laughs> and, world, uh, and World at War. Those grenades coming from everywhere, I almost threw in the towel. Also, I'm a member of the Mile High Club on Call of Duty. Oh, well, look at you. That is definitely uh, a not-so-humble brag. (laughs) So, so, yeah. 
And uh, next we got uh, one from our friend John BT on Discord says, in the early days of NES, SMS, SNES, and Genesis, I beat a ton of games. Same here. Uh, some highlights I still remember were Final Fantasy 1, 4, and 6. Uh, Fantasy Star 1 through 3. That's crazy. Good for you. Uh, Miracle Warriors and the early Mario games. Uh, back in the day of being Joe's roommate, I rarely beat anything. Too many new games. Now I pick and choose games and tend to play them through. Uh, since getting a PS4 a year ago, I've beat Horizon, Spider-Man, God of War, Control, I'm almost done with uh, Days Gone, but it seems some bugs may be stopping me. On the Switch, uh, highlights have been Breath of the Wild and Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Slowdown didn't stop me. I guess a quote-unquote, I guess I quote-unquote beat Rise, but that's like four hours into the game. <laughs> I guess you can roll, roll credits on that game relatively soon, so. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much, you guys, for, for coming in and talking to us about it. Um, but, uh, Kev, what's one of the games that you have, uh, a couple of games that you've beaten? Well, most recently I beat Resident Evil Village. Uh, I talked about that last week. Uh, thinking back, uh, some, and, and, and Village is fantastic, by the way, it, it's, it's a must play. Um, Going back in time a little bit, some memorable some memorable games I've beat. Um, I'm going to, even though it's been a while, I'm going to say the first, uh, the first, no, it wasn't the first one. It was, yeah, well, the first, the first Bioshock. Um, I, it was memorable though for the wrong reasons it i thought the game was great i thought it had a very good story that last boss was not very exciting <laughs> and the reasoning they had behind all this was not was i didn't like that at all um it was it was it, it for every if you look at the ending for that game, to me, it was a solid step forward and it took two steps back. And it, it was a game that really should have left me, you know, really, uh, really excited and really hyped after completing it just kind of left me kind of flat. It, it did have it did have a great um, it did have a great uh, version of everybody wants to rule the world done in like a ragtime <laughs> a ragtime style that was actually kind of dope uh but uh yeah but other than that it kind of left me flat um and just like everybody else i finished a whole bunch of games but like as of right now that that's really the only thing that that comes to mind i i guess maybe something newer would be horizon zero dawn which had a great story but i can't think of anything past that so <laughs> okay all right uh so joe uh what's one of the games that you've beaten recently or or the past that you want to brag about yeah does uh there's a few games notable in my past that obviously i mean i i could do a better job as far as you know beating the games i actually play on here but in my years past obviously uh 
uh, like John was stating with his gameplay, uh, especially back in the day, you kind of were committed to beating particular games. And so Fantasy Star 1 is the one that kind of stuck out to me a little bit. And I talked about where I was literally playing the game for, I think, about three to four months. Yep. On there, um, I was talking to Sega. I called like the 1 800 mm-hmm. tip line. Uh, they managed to send me some maps, but that was a game where you, I basically had to take graph paper out and was drawing my own maps just to make sure I had everything down on there. So that, that game is notable, of course. Um, and uh, as far as recent games, uh, obviously Earth Defense Force 5. I mean, I love the kind of, uh, you know, 100 some odd levels trying to get to the end of that game and i loved every freaking minute of it minute of it of course and you talk about other games like um you know games as a service obviously we're beating the content as it comes out so especially destiny and destiny 2 even though i don't know if it's like completing the game it's like because the game's almost like an open book where you know you got more chapters being written <laughs> later down the road um crackdown 3 was a game i actually took the time to go and beat even though i didn't get all the agility orbs and whatnot but uh, i am a very big fan of crackdown yeah crackdown love that game we're like Uh, you know if if if, if xbox wants to go back and you know create more crackdown i think that would be perfect game pass content right there i mean get, get my attention i could tell you that so you know, yeah, I think it's meaty enough where you can get back to it and whatnot. Um, but m- more recently, too, like RPGs um, haven't really beat too much. Uh, I mean, I'm almost to the end of Dragon Quest Eight. It just seems like I get three-fourths of the way there, and I wind up, like, petering out for whatever reason. So I just want to be a little bit more uh, dedicated to uh, some of these titles. But uh, the, those are the games of note, EDF4 and EDF5 specifically, too. So. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. I think one of the things is there's so many games out there that that folks want to play and they want to experience that devoting a ton of time to one particular game. Uh, while there's so many other games um, out there is is cool. And, and anybody who's able to do that, like that, that's so that's so, you know, cool for people to be able to do that. So that's why I'm sometimes kind of jealous of Kevin. When he says, oh, I just beat this game, or, oh, I'm beating this game. Like, that's like, oh, like, that's so cool uh, to me. Because I don't, um, I really like switching up. Um, because sometimes I'll get bored with a certain game, or or I want to, like, same thing. Like, I've played Skyrim so many times, and I have beaten every one of the side, the side stories, the side quests, like the, like the Thieves Guild and this guild. I have beaten them all. Uh, except for the main game. So, you know, I keep, that's one of the things I need to go back and do is actually just to beat that game. So, Did you, did you beat the Jedi Fallen Order? I forgot if you completed no, that No, no, I, I, I got bored with it and stopped playing. And I got super far on it, too. But it just got it just got kind of repetitive um, in what you were having to do when you started having to go back to, to um, earlier planets to unlock new things because you had new Jedi powers. Uh, and that kind of got long in the tooth. So, you know, it felt like padding. So uh, a couple of games that I've beaten. Uh, so the, one of the first games I remember beating was uh, the first Shining Force on the Genesis. I beat that. and I'll never forget. I beat it at like Sunday night at like 2 a.m. My mom was asleep and I was, you know, 
away, like not supposed to be playing games, and I beat it on a Sunday night, you know, listening to headphones, and I was listening to Dinosaur Jr., Thumb, I'll never forget, it was a song, and it was playing, and I just beat that game, and I was just so, like, enamored with it, I was like, oh my god, this is, this is it, this is like, oh, and I just, like, when you finally put so many hours into a game, and then you beat it, and you're just like, oh, you know, this is so cool, and so glad I was able to do this, and Ah, uh, you know, just, I was just so into it. Ah, you know, this is very, very, very funny. I, that that's just one of those things that kind of resonates in my mind. Um, is 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 doing that and beating that game just so so silly. But but at the time, I was just like, I get it. Ah, you know. Um. Uh. I've beaten uh Final Fantasy one. I, I think I think everyone. I, has to beat Final Fantasy One, or they take away your 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 game card, your your video gamer card. I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna have to go and beat it then. So you never beat that game? Are you serious? Uh, I'm more of a Dragon Quest guy, so I beat Dragon Warrior back in the day, but not the original yeah, Final counts. Fantasy. Yeah. That counts, you know, because I I all you old school guys, like seriously, all you old school guys that could play those RPGs that didn't didn't hold your hand or give you nothing. Uh, oh, in the yeah. way of, of helping you out, all y'all who went out there and beat those games, like, like I bow to you, salute, like, cause I, that's that's way above my pay grade. I got way too much other stuff to do uh, <laughs> than having to do that. So, uh, but the last game that I beat that I really was like very passionate about and had a really good time with was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, I beat that game, and after I beat that game, I was just like. Like at the end of that game, seriously, at the end of beating that game, I was just like, I don't, I, I, I don't want to play any games right now. Like I just want to, I, I just, I, there was just no other game that like really I wanted to play at all because I was just so, um, that game was just for me. It is, it was just such a good experience. I know people, you know, hated that game, but for me, I, I absolutely loved it. And at the end, I beat every, I beat, I almost, I think I almost if not almost, did complete it 100%. So I absolutely adored that game. And that was my last game that I really felt, like, super strongly about, like, you know, this is this is uh, a game that um, really just, I don't know, just, you beat a game sometimes and then you just have, like, a really kind of a really strong emotional response. And you're just like, you know, this is a really, like, I really enjoyed my time spending with that game. You know, I came home, uh, sat down, and I made a I made a um, a conscious effort to play it and beat it. I think the the one game that I that I had that feeling for was Ghost of Tsushima, but I wasn't able to. Um, I, I I got that I got that way from the first chapter because there's something that happens during the first chapter at the end of the first chapter that's really like like. Uh, big and very emotional and so after that i i had to put the game down because like there's a lot of emotional depth in that game and 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 explores a lot of themes about honor and family and stuff like that and so i had to put the game down afterwards but i want to come back to that game go back to that game and play it and beat it um another game the other the only other game that i felt as strong uh at the end of as I did with Mass Effect Andromeda was the end of the first Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man, 
uh, Insomniac one. The ending of that game was brutal, and it was fantastic. I loved that Spider-Man game. And that was another game that at the end I had one of those, you know, okay, like, what am I going to do? Like, like, I can't play anything right now because I'm so, like, like it, it just took a lot out of me. So, so again, um, that was another game. But because I really love um, Spider-Man, it, it was it was a no-brainer. I totally was expecting me to be very much into that game and, like, oh, my God, this is so good. So, but hey. most... Any other games come to mind, uh, Kev? Yeah, uh, actually, I just got one. The first ActRaiser for SNES. Um, ActRaiser is is a very that that when that game hit, there was like there was a like a there there was a whole bunch of interesting stuff going on in my own personal life. Um, I was becoming serious about my my Christian faith. And there was just something very interesting about, and by the way, ActRaiser has some very deep theological uh, themes to it, the first one. Uh, I didn't really like the second one all that much. I thought the second one, something was lost uh, between the first ActRaiser and the second. The second but, one was done by a different team in the U.S., so yeah, it was just yeah, like, um, it's, it sucked compared to the first one, so. yeah. Uh, there, I mean, when you're, when you see that mode, that mode seven dive, you know, when you're this deity diving down to, to the earth to, to rescue your people, I mean, is that, uh, when you see that mode seven spin around <laughs> as you're going, as you're, uh, nose diving into the temple, the screen goes black and you just hear these, do, 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 these, these horns, the, the, the SNES had this awesome, uh, sound chip and i'm not an audiophile yeah. i'm not an audiophile by any stretch of the imagination but uh act razor was really the first game that really drew me in and like i said uh by the time when act razor came uh i was just beginning my growth as a christian and seeing some of the theological um uh the, the the theological premises that were explored in accurate now I have no idea if it was purposeful or not but uh, once you got to the end game and you know it's like wow that is kind of it's kind of I wonder if that's kind of like how God feels like he, he's done all this stuff for people and there are still folks that just willingly turn it turn their back on him and that that actually uh, that was one of the theological uh philosophies that was expressed at the end of act razor and it just really it really as as ironic as it sounds act razor was an element in my growth as a christian so take it say say of that what you will uh but uh, yeah i don't know why that didn't come to my mind sooner but uh yeah yeah, well, act yeah razor I mean, was this, really good yeah all this stuff you know means means something you know to to different people when they when you're really you know, sort of thinking about it and, and feeling, you know, different things like, you know, gaming has a has a way to kind of transcend all of that and, you know, make your like make you think about these other things. And, that, you know, these these kind of higher level things. And I know the Japanese uh, RPGs are like notorious uh, for doing that, um, which I think is, you know, really cool of them. Um, 
that they're able to do that and, and not shy away from from uh, risque quote unquote themes. So, mm. um, but yeah, I know yeah. the developer of Razor came back and did a number of different games on there. I just feel bad that that team basically has kind of gotten lost in time a bit on here. It was done by a team named Quintet on there, but they also did Soul Blazer, which was like kind of the pseudo sequel to Razor, and then um, Illusion of Gaia. And then uh, the last game that they worked on before they kind of shuddered was this game called Terra Enigma on there, which had more God elements to it, kind of like Razor as well. So now another game that I that I beat that just kind of popped into my head was uh, Grandia. Uh, Grandia 2 was another really, really good one. Uh, oh, as yeah, well as... no. I'm a big fan. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. No, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Now, Grandia 1 and 2. I mean, Grandia 1 brought me to tears at certain points, you know, so. Yeah. Grandia 2 was the one that I was just like, wow, like, they're really doing stuff. Same thing with uh, uh, Lufia 2, Rise of the Sinistrals. <laughs> This is such a that was uh that was that was a really interesting one. Like I, I played that game and it was one of the first games that I ever used a uh, uh an actual guide to help me through it. Um and it was great. Me and my partner at the time would uh sit there and work uh work together to uh actively beat this game. And we basically I would play the game and and uh he would tell me where to go and stuff like that and, and it was just a really fun like, time, you know, uh, this kind of like pseudo co-op <laughs> gameplay. So, uh, but RPGs kind of, kind of have that, have that um, way uh, of, of making people kind of like, again, making you think about um, certain, certain things, you know, and, and, and can expose you to different um ideologies and, and and ideas and stuff so so yeah I, I that's why i'm thinking sometimes um i feel a disservice to the and this is this is i'm just talking about myself but sometimes i feel a disservice to the to the creator of the game um if i don't you know try to beat the game unless the game is just trashed and i'm just like i'm sorry like i <laughs> like i i gotta like the game you know like like no one gets a free pass for my time because you know time is finite and so y'all can't just rush anything to press and expect people to you know give it the um uh give it all of your time so um i think we should all strive to be you know to complete games to their to their fullest but at the same time you know they gotta they gotta uh, come at us right and not and not be all like you know oh you know, this is, you know, Filler. game number four of the the same thing. Let's let's do this. You know, you got to have a little bit more to say. So, um, so gentlemen, any anyone else have anything else? Nope. No. All right. Not for me. So, um, so having said that, thank you everyone for calling. Uh, sorry for calling for for responding, uh, to our um, uh, to our call, uh, and 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 participating. Um, for our next uh, our next question, or our next minute event is so we're at uh, 132 episodes. We've been doing this for for quite a long time now, and we wanted to know uh, what you 
what more would you like to see from the, the gaming vessels? This is just kind of an open invitation, you know, to say like, hey, you know, what are you liking? What are you not liking? What would you like to see more of? I'm uh, just trying to get some uh, listener feedback uh, to see how we're doing. And I, I don't think enough um, programs or, or podcasts or just programs in general actually ask that of their of their listeners. So I know we have some very devoted listeners who listen to every like imme- immediately when the when a new episode comes out and and we thank you all for tuning in. But we really wanted to know like you know how are we doing like you know um, what else would you like to see what more would you like to see uh, just come on and let us know so. So, uh, and if you don't say anything, we'll think that we're doing great, and that's fantastic. <laughs> so, but uh, having said that, uh, at the end of the show, as always, during our contacts, Kevin will let you know how you can uh, send us your information, uh, to how you can participate. So, uh, thank you so much to everyone, again, who participated. So, Kev, I'm going to send it back over to you, buddy. Alrighty, next topic on our docket, we got the news. Trader Joe, you're on deck. All right, good deal. Okay, so uh, one thing I reference in our What You've Been Playing section in our playlist on here had to do with a little game called The Ascent. And The Ascent, unfortunately, what happened, it came in hot. And so um, even we we're talking about this on the Discord a little bit that um, the Steam version of the Ascent had both uh, DLSS and ray tracing enabled. Unfortunately, the Game Pass version did not. And so <laughs> it came down to where people were going, hey, what's going on? They uh, Someone from Digital Foundry actually went and tried to, or from PC Gamer, uh, tried to go in and add those features. They actually had the file from the Steam version of the game, and it, it was just not working on there. And uh, pretty much uh, the developer of the game, uh, Neon Giant, uh, basically stated on Twitter, we are working on bringing them up to parity. It's being looked at with the intent on fixing it, bringing up the parity with Steam across the board. We're working with our partners on addressing this as soon as we can i guess the build processes are different for the two versions it's not just a storefront swap on here so for, for whatever reason the release version of the ascent on games pass is not the same as the release version that is currently available on steam at the moment so and if you didn't know about neon giant they're an indie developer they're made up of 12 people <laughs> Uh, out of Sweden on there and so they've done a phenomenal job with this game though but uh, there is the breakdown why DLSS is not in there if you didn't know what DLSS is DLSS is the acronym for deep learning super sampling on there that it's enabled on NVIDIA's like uh, chipset on there and it enables for uh, the AI in uh, the firmware for nvidia's graphics card to be able to obviously upscale and uh you know make a game look better uh, based on the dlss format this is like the dlss that was well a lot of people were hoping that was in the uh, new switch that uh obviously is not part of (laughs) at the moment on there so any comments about uh you know the difference of the versions i know des you've had some 
um, kind of noticed some differences between playing in 1080p on PC versus uh, 4K on the Series X. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more there about uh, what you feel about Games Pass on PC versus console. And uh, The only difference is, is, and it's a much larger issue around Games Pass on PC, I just think that it's not... Uh, optimized um, well for PCs. I don't think it is. Um, and I don't say that I have the latest and the greatest PC, but but I think there's certain things that just doesn't it just doesn't um, like the, the like the system. It just doesn't feel like it's integrated well. Um, and I don't know if that's because I you know I'm using Windows and you know and that's I would think that it would run smoother with Windows because because it's part of like the um, the, the Microsoft in infrastructure, but for whatever reason, like it just doesn't, it's just not working. I don't know. Um, and I think maybe and I'm going to try to uh, increase my Ram, you know, maybe there's certain things that I could do on, on the, on the hardware end to make it better, but playing on the PC uh, through, through games pass, it just looks the, the whole thing just looks muddier. Um, well, while while playing at Joe's house on his Xbox, um, it played just so much smoother. Number one, and it loaded so much faster, and it uh, just looked crisper. Um, and it's not to say that it doesn't look it doesn't look okay or decent um, on PC. Uh, I just am now curious what the Steam version looks like, and if the Steam version is going to be closer to what it looks like on the uh, Xbox, um, through Xbox's Games Pass instead of the Xbox console version of Game Pass because they're two different platforms. And well, I didn't know that. Yeah, the thing about the Steam version, you with your rig, you're probably still going to be running at the same resolution. So it's not. It's just the difference in between gaming on PC and, and gaming on console, unfortunately. And the fast loading, obviously, is up to the proprietary like SSD that are in the next gen consoles, the current gen consoles, now was, on there. So it was looking choppy. Sorry to catch up, but it was it was just looking all super choppy, and it was just I don't know. It just didn't look. Um, it just didn't look lush. Yeah. Uh, you might be getting better performance possibly with the 16 gigs of RAM once you upgrade to that, but yeah. uh, we'll have to see. And sorry for continuing to interrupt you. And no, it's fine. No, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, um, but again, I'm I'm super like excited to see what's going to happen and what's really, you know, what's really going to happen, <laughs> so to speak. Have you thought about maybe, I mean, I know you told me Nick Snayon buying a Series X or S on here. I know you're asking if there was a Series X that didn't come with a disk drive because, you know, in a way, like having a disk drive is really, especially with Games Pass and being a quote-unquote Games Pass machine, I think Microsoft should release at some point a Series X without a disk drive to save a little cash on there, so... Oh, I don't know. I mean, if they were to pop it out, I would think, definitely think about it. Because, again, I really have no desire to buy an Xbox just to play Games Pass. And I think the only, the only reason that I would end up buying um, an Xbox is for uh, the... the the uh, Obsidian games that are going to be coming out. Um, and hopefully they will spend the, the, 
the resources to make a discless, you know, um, Xbox uh, Series X or Series S or whatever they're going to call it. I don't know. Yeah, the well, Series uh, S is just like a lesser system, though. You know, it's ten. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, yeah. but I'm saying, like, a big, the big boy like being. A, I don't know. I mean, yeah. at this point, I'm just kind of like, you know, I don't. I would really just prefer. Um, so I'm a console guy through and through, but I'm I'm just liking everything that I'm doing on Steam and even through Epic to a lesser extent. It's just my experience through Games Pass has just been on console. It's just not been uh, all that. And yeah, and a lot, a lot of people feel... have complaints about Games Pass on PC. It's just, just kind of ass. And like you know, even though we haven't talked about it on the show, there's this nice Resetera thread talking about that there is a bug with certain Games Pass P, um, users on PC that uh, basically if you try to delete a game, it deletes uh, in the menu, but doesn't actually delete off the hard drive. And so you actually have to go through a lot of uh, Microsoft Windows red tape to get permissions on the drive to actually go in and to the root and actually delete the files uh, from it permanently. In fact, some people were having so much issues that they were being told by Microsoft to buy an Xbox versus wow. <laughs> trying to fix uh, Game Pass on PC if, if you want to play games. It. Yeah. Spend some more so, money. Uh-uh. On no. there. So, That's and, you know, looking at that thread, I make sure any Games Pass game I have it on an external hard drive always. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. of the fact I don't want to have to run and go through my C drive to try to delete this bad boy off if it says it's deleted but still taking space on there. And if one user's having issues, I would just don't want to roll, roll them dice to kind of deal with that. So, and definitely users out there, uh, listeners, <laughs> users, <laughs> if you had any, what's your opinion of uh, Game Pass on PC? I mean, I think they need definitely to up grade the UI a bit and uh, make it a little bit more user-friendly. So definitely let us know if you have any opinion on the subject on there. Kev, you got anything to talk, say about the differences of the versions at all? No, I'm playing on a 1080p display, so I ain't seen none of that. So <laughs> it all looks the same to me. Uh, and I've only I've only played it on, uh, on Series X, so... Uh, I'm I'm not seeing all I'm not missing all these effects because I don't have a 4K TV yet. Yeah, and I'm really curious too. I mean, because the PC version with DLSS and ray tracing on PC only, because the they're the, both of those uh, effects, you know, D, the DL, DLSS and of course the ray tracing are not going to be on the Series X version. It's only going to run on the super the greatest PC version, of course, and. Maybe we, we could get a report from Will D possibly about it. So, mm-hmm. all right, good deal. And that's enough of that story there. Next thing I want to talk about is uh, the firmware update to PlayStation. Right now, they have a beta firmware uh, available on here, and it kind of raised a lot of uh, questions on the interwebs, especially on Twitter on here so of course uh, one of the aspects of the new firmware is that they enabled the ssd expansion slot on the ps5 to be able to go ahead and finally make it available for you to use and put an m2 ssd 
on there. And of course, you know, obviously the instructions talk about popping off the top on there. And, you know, kind of funny that the instructions also said, make sure you're in a well-lit room with a table to work on and a small flashlight optional on there and talking about, you know, little instructions on there. So, and basically what you need to do is just make sure that the SSD is supported uh, with the thoroughfare and the bandwidth on the PS5 on there and make sure that it has an adequate heat sink on there. It's nothing where you have to put the heat sink on itself. You just got to make sure you buy the, buy the right SSD on there. But, uh, you know, it's great that this is coming. Uh, Digital Foundry has a nice video with a guide on there as far as how to do the installation on there. Of course, there's other um, aspects of this where there's a nice Twitter war going back and forth, like, oh, it's so much easier on the Xbox, and uh, sarcastic videos with some guys from The Verge, Tom Warren, putting on a yellow safety schmuck and, uh, you know, pretending like uh, the Endeavor is like some big deal, which is not, you know. And uh, I know with Tom Warren's video, he's trying to ape the uh, kind of mojo that the whole Shuhei Yoshida, uh, the this is how you play a game on PS4 video back in the day with, uh, uh, what's that other executive um, I'm trying to think of that kind of boys, Adam boys, Adam boys. Yeah, there's. Mm. Is is definitely trying to channel that a bit, and every time Xbox fanboys try to channel that video and try to get revenge on that moment, there's no revenge gonna happen on here. So it's just everyone's like making a fool on the interwebs about that. So, but uh, uh, it's cool. I know Kevin, you were uh, thinking about, or are you gonna be getting M2 SSD to upgrade your PS5? I will, but I'm gonna wait until the actual official list comes out and even after that i'm going to wait until um the market is saturated enough to the point where the prices kind of get more reasonable i i mean i it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense to buy storage that costs more than the console that 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 to me that that just doesn't make any sense um yeah so i'm perfectly fine with I've got a four terabyte uh, external hard drive. I can put everything on the fridge now that PS5 games can be stored externally and I can just delete and transfer on, on the fridge. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I, I do think that it's, it's interesting uh, now, I guess proprietary storage is cool now. Yeah, I guess is, so. Is yeah, that, it, it, it's okay now because I know the Vita was beat to hell and back for having propri for for having expensive proprietary storage. Now that Microsoft is doing it, having expensive proprietary storage, it's great because all I do is just click it into the back of the console, and I mean, again, this is this is why. This, I, this is why I'm so sick of gamers, and I don't want to turn this into a repeat of our <laughs> of our of our rage episode. But I, I'm gonna just say this: y'all need to get a life, man. You know, hug your wife, hug your significant other, kiss your kids. You know, 
play some freaking games instead of instead of bitching and moaning and fighting this 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 ridiculous console war. I mean, I don't know, man. When I when I was doing it on Twitter, it was it was fun. It was just you know throwing you know throwing jabs. Now people are hurling personal insults and doxing people on Twitter and calling people's jobs because of their preference in a silicone plastic box. I don't get it. I mean, y'all need to, y'all need to just, 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 I don't know, you know. Get help. Yeah, get help. You know, like Ace Black said, act like some grown ass men, you know. (laughs) Stop it. Just just stop. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a sample of Xbox fanboy posting on Twitter. You don't need to risk your warranty or being a PC engineer to expand the storage of your Xbox Series X or S. You just simply plugged in the SSD and you're ready to go like a well-designed console should always be. PS5, on the other hand, dot, 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 you know, you more, you know, uh, the more you know PS5, the more you will love Xbox. So, yeah, this is from uh, at Falco underscore x on twitter so yeah i mean these these cats are clowns man they are straight up they are straight up clowns and you know it got it got to the point i don't know if this led to it or if this was a separate issue that was going on so now people are are leaking the supposed campaign of halo infinite and make doing doing spoilers for revenge for what happened with the last of us 2 when xbox did the same thing and when uh 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 been out of shape uh uh, uh anti sjw so-called gamers got all been out of shape over the story in that game it, it, it's like y'all need to just grow up man just 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 I mean, I remember a time when gaming was, well, I mean, for me, gaming is fun and will always be fun. But I remember it used to be the same for just about everybody that was involved in the hobby. Now we just see who has the most studios and who's spending the most money uh, or who's 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 selling the most. And it's like nobody's, it's like, are y'all people playing any games? You know, I don't know. I, I'm seriously considering just deleting my Twitter account at this point because it's just it's not even fun to look at the drama anymore because it's not drama. It's just it's just crying and whining and personal attacks. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of stupidity, you know, so, you know. You know, as far as leaking Halo Infinite's plot, I didn't even know Halo had a story. I don't want, want, want. No, I'm just kidding. But um, but yeah, just to see the discussions going back and forth, it's not complicated. Just like with the Mm-mm. PS3 and the PS4, you just simply follow the instructions. You do not void a warranty by upgrading a hard drive in either of the two systems or on the PS5 on there. And looking at the instructions, uh, obviously they were trying to be thorough. In releasing set instructions, and they were, you know, and uh, it's not going to take an engineering degree, <laughs> no, to be able to upgrade this thing. Uh, and I you're had not, to. You're uh, not disassembling the console. You're just taking the plastic, the the the, the plastic covers off. 
that's literally all you're doing. And it, and it's just some pressure clips at the corners. You click those, you pull it off, you you do the same for the other side. And if, if, if you do the same for the other side and then boom, you have access to the drive, to the, to the drive port. Yeah. Easy breezy, beautiful color girl. You know, it, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, it, but but you know people it, it, people gotta people gotta find stuff to to get been out of shape over. People or, gotta find something to complain about. You know yeah. instead of actually playing their freaking games and talking about that. No, we gotta. We uh, all of a sudden proprietary storage is cool now. It's like it's <laughs> like someone should have said, well, you know, the more you know about proprietary storage, the more you love the the Vita. Oh, what happened to that? Y'all were the same people complaining about that, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, one thing about the Xbox SSD solution that's, like you said, proprietary, and also you only have one choice, and it's slower than the options on the PlayStation 5 right now. So, I mean, but to me, fast is still fast. So, and it's definitely convenient. I definitely understand that, but you know, to me, what's the difference in between five minutes and be able to select the drive that you want with the capability that you want versus just being stuck with one option. So, and for me personally, I'm not going to upgrade or buy any storage anytime soon. I'm just going to clean my fridge and go back and forth. One thing I like the fact that if you do eventually get one of these is that there's no OS resources taken. So one terabyte is exactly one terabyte once you do decide to upgrade on the PS5. And I'm assuming Des too, um, are you gonna upgrade or get uh, some uh, SSD MVM uh, storage anytime soon for your PS5? You know it. You chop it out to get the pay 200 bucks for a, a, a terabyte? No, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah. I'll definitely wait until you guys get it so I can see you know, what, what's happening. I, I don't have a, I don't have a uh, uh, a horse in this race, so I'm kind of like whatever. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just a a, a baby PC gamer, so <laughs> you know I'm like, yeah, I'm not into this yet. Gotcha. So. All right. So, any any more thoughts on the uh, PS5 SSD expansion? We're pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Play some week. games, y'all. Damn. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, a game is coming out with its latest expansion starting in August. So uh, the much maligned Square Enix's Crystal Dynamics Marvel's Avengers is coming out with the Black Panther expansion on here coming out on August 16th on here. So uh, if you want to go ahead and go to the world of Wakanda on there. Uh, there is the Black Panther expansion. Uh, the update's going to bring, um, obviously, the Lush Jungles of Wakanda, uh, the Royal Palace, uh, also two new villains, new enemies, plus new solo and multiplayer drop zone and threat sector missions on there. So Square says it's the most content added to the game since launch day. So surprise, surprise on here. So, and they've also stated that. Uh, so the Spider-Man content, the much maligned Spider-Man content that is exclusive for PlayStation, um, is still being worked on, and that uh, it's still on its roadmap for the future. But Black Panther was the studio's priority on there. So, 
But uh, my question to you two gentlemen, uh, you uh, specifically, Desmond, is are you going back to Marvel's Avengers anytime soon? Does this additional content uh, kind of got your eyebrow raised? Uh, hell no. That is hell a, that is a 100% certified hell no. <laughs> I have no. Seriously, I have no desire to go back to that game. I don't, like, unless it completely fundamentally changed how it runs and and how it works uh that's a that's a big old hell no i don't seriously i just don't see why i would want to even no no i'm not i'm not even gonna nope not even gonna worry about it no joe i will not be going back to that game at all i don't i don't see any reason why i need to uh waste my time on on that game. Okay. And I know, Kev, <laughs> I know, I know you are, since the Hulk is seriously nerfed and still probably nerfed, you're never going to go to that. You game. already know. You yeah, already I know. know. <laughs> As for me, I mean, it's still sitting in my backlog. Obviously it's only worth like three cents probably. So <laughs> who knows? Um, I have no strong feelings on it either way. It's something that I meant to uh, picked up. So I was super excited to play with you Des, of course. And, uh, I, if anyone, I know you were, and uh, I know our good listener and good friend Gerald was asking this past weekend because it was free to play on Steam uh, over this past weekend whether we were going to dive in just to check it out and kind of let them know, hey, bro, <laughs> sorry, but <laughs> we both have the game on PlayStation. You still haven't sold it, right, Des? Oh yeah, well, I don't, I, I, I don't, I probably won't sell it you know, because there is hope that it will get better. Yeah. Like, you know, and as they say, hope springs eternal, buddy. Yes. But right now, I'm going to throw point, like a negatory ghostwriter. Negatory ghostwriter. Negatory. Throw up a uh, dumb and dumber gift saying, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, again, hope springs eternal, my friend. Well, if anyone out there is wanting to play, I have no problem playing with you. But obviously, if, if no one else wants to play this game, I'm probably not going to get back to it. I mean, from what I played of it, it's not bad. It's definitely not a grounded type endeavor. You know, it, it does have some merit to it. But, uh, you know, I think it just uh, Crystal Dynamics bit off more than they could chew. <laughs> on there and obviously a focus test this thing to death on there so hopefully the guardians of the galaxy even though it's not a crystal dynamics title does better for square enix i think it will you know the marvel license is probably not cheap i could tell you that right now so i just need i just need marvel and, and disney to just be like really on what needs to happen in these games like i don't like this is on your watch, y'all. You know, y'all are doing this on your watch. So, yay, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, prior to this, I mean, what was the Marvel titles like? Sega released like an Incredible Hulk and Iron Man game that were just like basically close to being as trash as trash could get. You know, you yeah, know, we're not. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the the first thing they decided was a was a games as a service. It's like that's that's your answer. Yeah, like that's your answer to, to to wanting this as a game as a service instead of like trying to build up, you know. Like I think that I really think they should have done 
what the movies did and built up uh, single franchises, you know, and then had like an Iron Man game, a Thor game, and really put it into these single individual individual character stories and then bring them together for an Avengers story. But nope, they were like, we are, we are what, 10 years, 12 years into this thing now? <laughs> Gotta get some money. Yeah. No, I, I just think the direction was just completely lost on 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 crystal dynamics and what they're doing so i don't so that's why i'm just like i'm just disappointed and just like black panther you know god rest chasman bozeman wakanda forever but it's like like that doesn't make the game a better game like black panther's not going to make the game a better game sorry he's just not for sure i think it's just a definitely lost opportunity with as much uh you know attention that the Marvel universe and the MCU gets on there. So it's just a lost opportunity, but we'll we'll have to see. We'll see what other games come out. I mean, obviously um, PlayStation hit it out of the park and then Insomniac did with the Spider-Man games on there. And so, you know, single, single, single character focused. Yeah. I would love to see like a Captain America title, an Iron Man game, kind of similar to Anthem with that kind of same type of gameplay with more you know, developed, obviously, than Anthem. <laughs> yeah, and just and just have it be him. You yeah. know, just Tony Stark, just Iron Man. I'd even yeah. play if it was I'd even play if it was just, you know, him discovering the the armor again or or or, or his origin story. You know, or playing through something that was like akin to the, the the first movie, but adding more to it. That way, it's its own kind of thing. Or even a, or even a, an Iron Man game that was secondary, uh, because it doesn't. It's, these don't take place in the in the uh, in the MCU proper. They are they they take place in their own in their own universe. So it's not even like it would be messing up. They'd be messing up. Uh, the, the the continuity or anything. So, I don't know. I, I just personally, I think it was a lost. It was a lost uh, cause. Not a lost cause. Sorry, a lost um, opportunity. Correct. Yeah. All right. So enough about Marvel's Avengers. There's been some back and forth about some games getting pushed back, and the first one we're going to talk about is Kenya Bridge of Spirits. So that game, unfortunately, was supposed to come out. Uh, in the July, beginning of August, and they are going to push the release date back for another month until September 21st on there. So the developer said the need to quote-unquote polish the game across all platforms is the reason for the delay. The team's been working extremely hard, and we feel the extra time is critical to ensure the best experience possible. Uh, They stated on Twitter, we know many of you are eager to play and appreciate your patience as the team continues to work on delivering the best version of Kenya. On there, so Kenya, of course, is coming out for PS4, PS5, and it's coming out for PC on the Epic Game Store. So definitely looking forward to it. Wish uh, there was a, yeah, wish there was a physical version, but I'll definitely be uh, checking this out. Maybe not day one, but uh, you know, something to where you know before the end of the year. On there, there's quite a bit of PS5 games I need to get to. So this is a day one for me. Like the game looks amazing to me. Like I love. I, I just love the way the game looks. I love its aesthetic. So yeah, this is a game. This is a day one for me. So I'm glad that they're taking their time. Um, 
with this game to make it uh, the best that it possibly could be. So. Yeah, one month delay is not too bad on there. Nope. Any thoughts, Kev? Yeah, it's a it's a day one for me as well, and I'll I'll never throw shade on a developer for taking time with a project because we all know what happens when they don't. Yep. CD Project Red. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then another game uh, that was uh, talked about previously in previous state of plays, uh, Stray from Annapurna Interactive uh, is going to launch for um, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC in early 2022 on there. So, so this is if you don't remember this game, this is the game as you play as a um, cat on there and be able to. Obviously, go through a uh, neon lit alley of a decaying cyber city. So you play as a cat on there. So and, uh, day one, indeed. I think it's day one for all of us. I think, right? From what we've seen in this game so far. I don't know. I don't know about Kev, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in, I'm intrigued by it for sure. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I'm, we're all, we're all cat lovers. I'm here, intrigued. So, I'm yeah. intrigued by it for, for yeah. sure on that. I'm ready for it. And, you know, they did announce that there is going to be a PS4 version, too. It's not just PS5. So I think it was already previously known there was a PS4 version, but it wasn't announced on there. So, but And then uh, the last game that is kind of gotten delayed, this is not a confirmation yet. This is a rumor right now. And this is coming from... Uh, Jeff Grubb the, uh, from GameSpeed and, of course, Jason Schreier came uh, from Bloomberg and uh, confirmed this, even though it hasn't been officially announced by Sony. But uh, Horizon Forbidden West is um, basically going to be slipping till 2022. According to this, it's going to go they'll get delayed until quarter one of 2022. It's missing its planned, quote unquote, holiday season 2021 release on there not a big surprise i would love to see it confirmed by sony on there they haven't really said they weren't promising it was going to make it by the end of the year so i mean pretty much i was almost expecting for this to happen so it's not a big surprise if and when this does officially get announced that it is pushed back a bit on here i would like you stated before about kenya i just want them to you know, obviously get the best version of the game. I'm hoping that the uh, reason is not just because of the PS4 version <laughs> being worked on as well on there. I don't know what you'd have to say about that, Kev, or not, but. Yeah, like, you know, like I say, I will never throw shade on a developer for pushing a game out to make it better. Agreed. Um, even if, even if, even if it's to improve or work on the PS4 version, uh, as much as I hate the idea that this game is going to be cross-generation, those people deserve to get the best product. get the, deserve to get the best product that they can get because their money is just as important as my money. You know, so they deserve a good, as good a project a product as possible. I deserve as good a product as possible. If the way to achieve that is to delay the game, then go ahead by all means do it. This is too big. This is too big of a product, too big of a game to have it come in hot. You know, like CD Projekt Red coming in hot or 
you know, the anthem. Mini other game. The yeah, we can't have anthem hot. We can't have any of that. And and usually, I mean, Sony's been pretty good with their first party studios and the quality at launch. Um, I think uh, Days Gone was probably the first one to really have uh, significant problems that I experienced, that I personally experienced, but their track record's pretty good, and I would rather have them get the game right than to uh, ruin that ruin that legacy of quality just for the sake of meeting a dateline. For sure. And same thing with me. I just hope they throw us a bone between now and then and maybe get a PS5 proper version of Horizon Forbidden Dawn, at least, on there. And, uh, you know, you do. It's the PC version. I know. Yeah, there, there's, there, 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 there's, your, <laughs> there's your PS5 version right there. I know. Uh, uh, they should make sure the people that want to play it on the PS5 versus having to Pony up some money, pony <laughs> wow. up some money for the Steam version that I don't have to pay anything else out of the pocket or at least pay 10 bucks to upgrade and be able to play this game in super to greatest mode at least. So, so, but we'll see. Yeah, looking, I think all of us are looking forward to playing Forbidden West once it is finally announced and released there from there. And that's all the news I have for this week, gentlemen. Alrighty, alrighty. Contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use if you've heard something that you want to respond to, or if you would actually like to be on our show and get your perspective on gaming out to our listeners, have us interview you for that. You're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com on Twitter. Uh, that dumpster fire. We have an account we can be found at Gaming Vessels Indi- individually. We have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter, at least for now, at Shonuf71. That's S H O N U F the number 71. On PSN, I am Shonuf7. Same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox Live, I'm Shonuf071. Uh, uh, with same spelling with 071 at the end. Uh, Steam, I am Shonuf71, same spelling as originally. And on the Nintendo Switch, uh, my friend code is 76582155303309. So, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All right, y'all can find me on uh, Twitter at the Nemo6. That's T H E N E M O S I X. You can find me on PSN and Steam at Nemo Ticker, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. And that's for both, PSN and Steam. And my Nintendo friend code is 52806674-4519. And as always, please, if you message us, let us know how you heard about us. Mention the show or something because we want to talk to people, not bots. So, Joe, where can folks find you, buddy? Uh, on Twitter, I am at Joe Fungal, just forwarding contest entries like a madman, like usual. Yep. Um, PSN and Steam, Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. And then uh, in my Game Pass Haven on the Xbox, uh, it is Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, 6995. And then my t- Nintendo friend code is going to be 4712. 
5953-1409. And of course, you could always talk to me on Discord on our Gaming Vessel server on that. So, Indeed, indeed. We'd be, uh, we'd be negligent if we did not mention our Discord, ser- Discord server. Uh, we're building a neat little community there. Uh, none of the nonsense that you see on Twitter. None of the dumpster file dumpster fireness goes that goes on over there. We have a uh, diverse opinions on gaming, and everyone is respectful but expresses their opinions on our on our favorite hobby on our Discord server. You can find a link to our Discord server on uh, when you download our show on any uh, podcast aggregate that you use. You can also find it on our Twitter page at Gaming Vessels on Twitter. So, um, and again, we, without, without our community, I mean, we just be three dudes just talking into the ether. So again, another special shout out to Fred French 2017 and John BT, uh, who came, who, uh, sent his response to our discord channel. I mean, you guys are the reason why we do the show. Like I said, you know, otherwise we'd just be three old dudes just yapping into the Yapping, yapping our ones and zeros out into the <laughs> out into yeah. the ether. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. So, for Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar, and for Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka Gamer Gamer Step Daddy, and the Cat Daddy. I am Shownuff Seventy One, aka Digga Dulamite, uh, saying that we'll be back next week with a new show, episode 134. Peace. Purple bling bling. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm not doing that out. <laughs>